Today on the Tech Bytes podcast, we discuss SD-WAN and SD-Branch deployment with an auto dealership. They have 19 locations across the United States, and this business needed a more efficient way to connect their locations, make sure they've got high performance on their critical applications, and they need security capabilities to meet regulatory requirements for protecting customer financial information. Now, our sponsor today is Fortinet, but instead of hearing from the vendor, we're talking to Shane Williams. He is director of IT, and Paul Provorce. He is system administrator, both of the White Family Auto Dealerships. And besides SD-WAN, we're going to talk about how and why the company is using Fortinet AP switches, firewalls, and other gear at its locations. So Shane and Paul, welcome to the podcast. Uh, you two are part of an IT team. You're supporting a bunch of dealerships across the country. Um, what was your network situation like sort of before and after you went to SD-WAN? Before, we were relying upon uh, an MSP, providing network services, uh, support. And we had a lot of issues over the years uh, gathering information or solving problems or get just getting answers to things for sea level. So we tried to capture the network infrastructure so that we had a better view into things and control. Uh, the car manufacturers have some strict security requirements that we have to abide because we're handling financial information for customers. Yeah. So you had this MSP and you're feeling a sense of frustration. There's often two ways that, that could go. One way is that the MSP is trying to do their best, but the technology they've got isn't up for it. You know, like if you're running an IPSEC point to point network, that can be a struggle to manage that and keep it going. Or do you think it was just the MSP was struggling internally? Maybe the business had sort of changed over the years and wasn't able to operate effectively was it one or both of those do you think more often than not if we would call from a problem you would get somebody that wouldn't understand what we were looking for or mm. what to do to correct the problem so then we would get handed down to the next tier of support or you would sit on hold for hours so i think it's more of the company struggling mm. but i'm sure both are a factor in some degree and so you decided instead of struggling with this MSP, you were just going to do it yourself. Uh, you settled on Fortinet as your primary vendor and you kind of went all in, right? You're doing SD-WAN, you're doing firewalls, you're doing their wireless APs and switches. Yeah, the the platform as a whole has worked very well for, for us, all the different, different pieces of it. They talk well, communicate, automation. It's satisfied everything we were looking for. And how did you land on Fortinet? Uh, it initially started from General Motors. Uh, General Motors was trying to push FortiGates on all the dealers, but using another MSP to manage those. Mm -hmm. So I took the idea of using the FortiGates, but managing it ourselves instead of paying somebody else to do what we were trying to get away from in the first place. Right. Okay. So you said, sure, I'll go with Fortinet, but I'm doing it myself. Right. That's kind of brave. So I guess it's been a couple of years. You feel like that was definitely the right choice? Yes, I do. Um, like I said, everything works. We 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 can see everything that, that's going on day to day. Yep. I'm not spending hours on the phone. Uh, waiting for answers or support. Um, so, Paul, when when Shane says visibility, he can see what he's going on. Does he mean like he can get charts and you can see how much bandwidth is going? You can see it, or is he talking about you can configure stuff and you can see what the configuration is? It how does that look to you? Everything from policies to devices on the network. I mean, it's uh, we have full visibility into the entire edge to network access layer. And then we have integrations with other Fortinet products, such as Fortinet EDR, uh, that can actually, you know, detect a compromised host and disable the switch port, quarantine the, the device and uh, right. 
the whole thing just meshes really well. So you, you using this whole portfolio, um, did, did, so did you start with firewalls and kind of add piece by piece or did you sort of jump right in with everything? We started with just the FortiGates um, and then decided to add switches after we were done deploying all the FortiGates. And we quickly seen the, the potential with the uh, FortiNet platform and started adding more pieces to it and seeing how everything goes together well. And I'm assuming uh, I'm going to take a guess that you probably don't have an IT person at every dealership. So are you having to do all of this management and policy setting and uh, operations remotely? Yeah, we're doing everything remotely. Um, a lot of the configuration uh, can be done with the Ford manager. If we need to deploy a security policy to all of the firewalls, for example, we can just do it from that one spot and push it to all of them instead of having to uh, reinvent the wheel 20 times. Right, okay, instead of logging into each device and setting that policy, you've got one location to push it out everywhere. Correct. Okay, and that applies to the switches, the APs, everything? Yeah, um, Fortnite Manager has a component to, to manage all of those different components. It sounds like uh, SD-WAN wasn't initially on your radar. How did you uh, get involved in the SD-WAN component? So another um, goal of ours was to have redundancy for the internet services. So that's where we noticed the SD-WAN features in the FortiGate mm -hmm. and uh, decided to give that a try. And it's worked very well for us. Instead of having um, a secondary internet service, for example, just sitting idle, collecting dust and being mm -hmm. paid for, uh -huh. and now we can use them both at the same time. So let me ask you a quick question. You've gone from having an MSP managing it all for you. Now, I assume that includes the circuits and the bandwidth rentals and all that sort of stuff. And now you're managing it yourself. Does that not add a burden? Some people say they're frightened of managing all the extra connections themselves. Is that something that is a struggle? Well, no, it's not necessarily a struggle. We, I, I enjoy my job. I know Paul does. <laughs> and, and, and we work well together. We enjoy what we do. And I love learning new things. And this is been kind of like we think of these things as toys more than <laughs> devices <laughs> so this is sort of like a strategic decision but you also get to indulge doing something you really like doing yeah exactly it's it's a win-win yeah. but it's not painful like it doesn't sound to me like sometimes managing you know you've got 19 sites you're going to have at least 40 odd connections that you've got to manage and bill and invoice is that particularly painful to do or is it just like it's actually so much better than it was before it's like that's not a problem no it's it's much better than it was before like i said all of everything that we need to know it's easily accessible mm. um i'm not trying to to bs the cfo with answers to things <laughs> <laughs> and you know he knows that you're doing it as well and he's pretty yeah. sort of like i know he's trying his best with what he's got sort of thing and so right yeah. Now, your apps that you're running in-house are actually quite significant. We we haven't touched on this because it didn't occur to me until we were chatting in the prep that a car dealership is actually a financial institution for some purposes. Yes, definitely. We're considered a financial institution and we have a lot of private customer information for the financial applications for cars. Uh -huh. Um credit card transactions we have pci compliance requirements and the the, the manufacturers are very serious about security hmm. if if there's something 
if there is a breach at the car dealerships, it's going to most likely affect their brand as well. Right. Mm. So, which is now your problem. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) So did, uh, one of the things about PCI in particular, it's got a, a lot of specifications, but they don't say use X, Y, or Z particularly. Did you find it difficult to meet an auditor's, uh, requirements when you sort of rolled out this, uh, Fortinet package? It actually made it easier. And, and a, a good example is the credit card terminals. Now we can easily have somebody plug in a credit card terminal. We can segment that terminal on a VLAN mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't have access. We don't like to keep the door open to the credit card terminals. <laughs> yeah. So, so you actually put it into like a, a, a micro segment. So it's isolated from the general dealer traffic. Yeah. Like a sandboxed yeah. VLAN. Right, which was yeah. one of one of the PCI requirements. Um, and and you've got a simple way when the assessor shows up to show to say yes, here's how we're meeting, you know, all of these X number of requirements. Yeah, it's it's very easy to get the proof they they require. It's pretty easy actually. If you've got a centralized management console like the 40 manager, it's really easy to just say, yeah, here it is here. See this? That's and this is all of our terminals. Whereas before you would have had to show on paper configs and done, this is what it, and they would have run around to each side and followed cables. And now it's a lot easier, isn't it? Oh yes, definitely a lot easier. So speaking of segmentation, I assume, you know, since you've got customers coming in and wandering around the, the, the floor and looking at cars and probably checking their phones to see if they can get a price somewhere else or whatever, or just watching videos while they wait, are you providing internet service to customers and, and how are you handling that given all the security requirements you have around uh, privacy and so on? Yeah, we have uh, guest Wi-Fi at all of our locations. The, the Wi-Fi SSIDs are on um, a tunnel mode. Uh, they're segmented from the the business yeah. Wi-Fi. Um, other than that, though, we it's kind of the wild west for the customers and <laughs> their Wi-Fi space. Uh-huh. We're not there to police that. It's usually <laughs> at your own risk. Okay, so you're well, not setting you- up any URL filtering or anything. They can do what they want, yeah. but it's separate from what you're up to. Right. You know, you could send it off to a service and get it scanned, but I think at the end of the day, the the secret here is that you're willing to you feel safe enough in the secure, in the solution and you've passed the audits for it to give guest Wi-Fi on the same physical infrastructure as you're using for business. It's on the same physical infrastructure, but it's mm. it's segmented from everything else. That's sandbox. Right. And you feel and the, the point here is that you're confident enough in the configuration of it and the operation of it to do that. Because if you didn't, you would actually have it completely isolated, perhaps like a lot of companies say, yeah, yeah, we do that, but they have a, a separate internet connection and a separate router and a separate Wi-Fi to do that. But you're not oh, doing that. No, uh, no, that's not a, we haven't encountered anything yet, thankfully, but no, I'm mostly confident that that's not going to be an issue at least yet. So Paul, I assume, you know, you're one of the people uh, sort of in the cockpit piloting this machine. Um, do you feel like you have the visibility, the tools you need that you're confident every day that you can get your job done? Yeah. So, you know, with, with SD branch as a whole, we have four to switches and APs and, you know, it'll, it'll go ahead and we have the ability to extend our firewall security out to the wire to wireless networks. And this gives me more device visibility, you know, with the centralized management platform. Um, and that visibility, you know, the, the flip side of visibility is it can be overwhelming. Do you feel like you're getting too much thrown at you or is it presented in a way that's consumable? 
No, it's definitely presented in a way that's consumable. Uh, everything's nicely segmented in the GUI, so nothing seems overcomplicated. It's it's really easy to get where you need to go and find the section that you need to go to in order to take a look at whatever whatever might be going on in the network. Here's my favorite question around new technology, and my test is what I call the five o'clock test. Am I going home at five o'clock more often? because I'm not being called up or I don't have to work late. Is that, does it pass that test for you? It does. You know, I, I still have that uneasy feelings, still never know if I'm going to wake up in the morning and have some sort of uh, meltdown at one of the locations, but I do feel a lot better about it than what we yeah. were running before. Mm. And the fact that you can dig into logs and such, instead of having to wait on the phone for someone who doesn't know what they're doing to try to, yeah, you have for to you. contact somebody that uh, you know may or may not understand what you're trying to get to the bottom of yeah. and you kind of have to explain everything multiple times to people, you know, cause that rep might not be able to help you. So they're going to be like, well, let's escalate this to tier two. And then you talk to them and, and then they say, can you prove it? Can you prove it? Yeah. Or can you repeat everything again? Yeah, yeah, you know, right. can you tell me what's going on? <laughs> so <laughs> you end up saying the same thing 10 times, yeah. just trying to get the answer to a very simple question that we could have resolved ourselves, you know, within the first 10 minutes. Yeah. Or they do the finger pointing tactic or yeah. <laughs> it's not us, it's your ISP, you know, or whatever yeah, the case yeah, may be. Right. So I think I think the interesting thing here too is that you're also managing all the circuits. And the interesting part about SD WAN that people just forget once you've got an SD WAN, you forget is that both lots of all your bandwidth is being used. You've got an active and you've got a standby in the old system when you had, you know, an IPSEC tunnel or whatever, you know, MPLS. And now you've got both working at the same time. And it it just works, right? The, the, the flows are load balanced over both. And if the, one of the network connections goes down, it, you almost don't find out about it until the uh, monitoring system tells you, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's very fluid in the way that it works. You know, we have our virtual WAN interfaces set up and we can add multiple. Uh, we have two broadband connections and then we have mm. an NLTE re redundancy on top of that as well. Mm. So there's, it's got to get through all three. I mean, it's got to be a perfect storm. <laughs> to uh, get through all three of those. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not possible, but it's, uh, I, I sleep better at night knowing that, I, you know, there's that automatic failover. I have a new respect for car dealerships. I did not realize that you had financial obligations and that you're also willing to go to the step where you're running two primary bandwidth connections via, you know, broadband and all cable in this case, but also to back it up with LTE to make sure you're meeting your service level goals. That's not something that comes to mind when I think about car dealerships and the well, business. Well, and, and another interesting fact is we're a group, you know, we have multiple OEMs and two OEMs may not agree on how your infrastructure should be set up. So we have to kind of find a solution that satisfies everyone. And Fortinet has been that answer for us. You know, we've been able to check all the boxes mm. that, you know, maybe Ford or Chevrolet may not agree on. That, you you know, have to have enough features to, yeah. to satisfy all the requirements. You can't just Ex meet exactly. the minimum requirements. You have to go yeah. above and beyond. That's huh. really interesting. That's really interesting. Well, that does wrap up the time we have for this conversation. Thank you, Shane and Paul, for joining us. Uh, it was a lot of fun to talk to you. Uh, thanks to Fortinet for being a Forti sponsor. If you want to find out more about their product suite, go to Fortinet.com. Uh, the Packet Pushers Network has an abundance of technical conversations on networking, cloud, professional development. You can find it all at PacketPushers.net. You can also follow us on Twitter at Packet Pushers. Find us on LinkedIn and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Last but not least, remember that too much networking would never be enough.